right, on the huddle with us this evening, we've got Nick Leggett, Chief Executive of Transporting New Zealand, Neil Jones, public relations firm Capital. Hi, you two. Hello. Oh, Lord, at least something is working. Okay, we've got the pair of you. Now, Nick, what do you make of this? What do you make of people intervening, should they? I think it's like a natural inclination for a lot of people. Uh, And on that spur of the moment, you see a need and you respond. So I think it's a very natural human instinct. Um, And, of course, there are cases where public intervention can make a real difference in either saving somebody's life or saving someone from further harm. And it's really difficult to ask people to exercise that judgment, you know, before an event. So, I mean, I get... I think it's right. I think there are, you shouldn't put yourself in harm's way. It is the police's job. But I don't think you can curb people's natural mm. desire to want to help out. The trouble here, Neil, is that people are getting frustrated, right? Because they don't actually think the authorities are doing enough. You've got the police um, commissioner stopping his officers from chasing in their cars. You've got Chris Hipkins declining assistance to retailers for bollards and stuff. That is, that is basically what's fueling it, isn't it? Yeah, I get people are frustrated, and I mean, you know, I don't have any sympathy for these people who are smashing and grabbing and ram raiding. It's it's hard to understand what would drive someone to do that. But I mean, the police are making arrests. That's the thing to remember. So they're gonna they're probably gonna catch these people anyway. And the last thing you want is to take property damage, which is bad enough, and add some physical violence and harm into that. So I think, as Nick said, look, it's a natural it's a natural instinct. I'd probably feel that myself in the heat of the moment. But would best just to leave it to the cops. Nick, um, if I was the authorities, if I was um, the police commissioner, the, the police minister, I would read very quickly that we've got a problem here where people do feel like authorities aren't doing enough and I would step in. What would you do? I mean, how do you I – would, I would want to step in and assure people, but how do you do it? Do you put more police patrols around these retailers? Well, I think that is. I mean, you, you, you target – the resources of the police based on need, and I'm sure that happens. Um, the, the issue is we do have uh, obviously a rising uh, crime rate in certain sectors and in certain communities. So I think you've got to demonstrate that you're responding to that need, and that um, you know the steps are being taken to make people feel safe, more safe and secure, because. The perception um, of not being safe in your home or your neighbourhood is the thing that really causes the issues here. And I think there are a lot of Kiwis, you know, that that, that don't feel safe at the moment. I think this is an issue around the world, and um, we have to we we have to do more to improve that sense of safety. Um, so, Neil, we've got a situation here where this particular, this exact retailer has written to Chris Hipkins asking him for help, asking him for money from that fund, and he's been told no because he hasn't been targeted beforehand, and now he's been targeted. That fund to help retailers is a joke, isn't it? Well, it's it's a hard one, right? Because on the one hand, it does seem kind of odd that you have to be a victim in order to get the money, and it, it is a victim's fund, so that's why it's set up that way. The challenge is if you were going to do every single store in the country – I don't know how logistically you do that and how you pay for something like that. I mean, you know, the alternative is what you you put up bollards in front of every single shop in the country. It it is a hard one. Ultimately, Mm. I think what it comes back to is we've got to try and find a way to tackle this ram rate issue. And I don't think there's any easy answers. I mean, the police have as many powers to get them as they've ever had. There are more police than we've ever had. They are arresting them. But for some reason, these kids are smashing up shops, stealing cars and driving into them, and it's a real pickle. I don't think there's any any easy answers.
Yeah, I want to get to the RMA stuff, but maybe you guys can help me. Nick, I'm really confused. Why are people complaining about the cruise ship passengers jumping on the buses in Christchurch and Dunedin? What's the problem? I, look, I don't get it. Uh, you know, there was that coverage when the first cruise ship came back to our shores a couple of weeks ago, and the media coverage was all about the fact there was COVID on the ship. And I'm like, there's COVID everywhere. Um, why are we so obsessed about uh, COVID? I mean, it's on every plane. I think you gave the little homily prior to the news uh, saying pretty much the same thing. Um, uh, look, is this is is it part of this, this kind of, oh, we don't really want visitors back, we feel nervous, it's, it's all new to us again? Because to me, we've got public transport services working in Christchurch and we've got people taking advantage of those services who are visitors to our shores. We should make them feel welcome. They're also spending money here. We want to give them the very best impression of New Zealand and we want more of them to come. So I don't understand from a, you know, like the principle of the position of the, of the issue is, don't we want to throw the doors open and make people feel like uh, we want them here? Is that what it's about, Nick? Is it because they're kind of trying to paint it as the buses are just a little too full, but do you think it's really just being afraid of COVID? Well, that's, like, why mention it otherwise? Oh, sorry, why, Nick, why I, mean, I, yeah, I was meaning to talk to Neil. I don't know what what I just did there, Neil. Give me um, give me your take on it, mate. Yeah, look, I, I, I don't think it's about the buses being full necessarily. I don't think you can ban tourists from buses, and you probably shouldn't even if you could. I do think it is about COVID probably, and I take a slightly different view to Nick, which is, I think with, when you look at those co- those cruise ships, they are real petri dishes. I mean, we all heard before COVID about norovirus outbreaks that would infect everyone. And, you know, early on in COVID, we saw coronavirus just spreading through a whole ship and we're dumping them in the middle of town. So not saying do anything yet, but we might just want to see if they're upping the rates of COVID before we, um, and you know, before we get too carried away with bringing them back. Well, you know, if they're a public health risk, we might want to consider it. I just think it's worth keeping an eye on. What are we afraid of? Well, I just had COVID. It was pretty awful, if I'm honest. How many times have you had COVID? It was my first time, and it was, um, oh. yeah, it was well, pretty horrible. it gets horrible. better every time, mate. I've had it three times. <laughs> By the third time, you don't... I'm serious. I'm not even joking. By the yeah. third time, you don't even know you've got yeah, it. I, I no, just, no, but I just, in all I just seriousness, think... come on, Neil. Come on. Get it no, I, I just think... You, you can't know, we, possibly we, we, ban cruise ships because they bring a disease into the country I'm, that I'm, we've I'm already got. I'm just saying we might, we might want to monitor whether they're, um, you know, becoming <laughs> super spreader events. That's all. <laughs> All right. Anyway, we'll take a break. Come back, deal with the RMA reform and just to take 14 away from six. Back with the huddle, uh, Neil Jones, Nick Leggett. Neil, RMA reform, is it going to be a success or not? I hope so. I mean, one of the problems we have in this country, and we've talked about this before, is there's so much bureaucracy, there's so much red tape just involved in building anything. It takes forever and it costs far more in New Zealand to actually build anything. So if this can make it quicker and cheaper to build things, to build housing, I think that's a good thing. Um, Nick, I mean, I'm a little bit confused as to why the government is so um, hell-bent on this co-governance stuff. Why risk the success of something that we've been hanging out for by shoving more co-governance in? Well, I I don't – look, to me, that's not the centrepiece here. Um, The the centrepiece is exactly the issues that Neil raised. Uh, We want to build uh, homes particularly, but all things faster and cheaper – the delays that the current RMA, RMA put in place, the, the red tape, the different layers of planning, uh, all cost time and money, and ultimately they make uh, our housing more affor- uh, more unaffordable. And frankly, you know, they keep our housing stock older and colder than it should be. And that, to me, is the focus. I, I'm I, I don't uh, I, I'm not hung up on co-governance, Heather. I'm sorry. I, I actually uh, think that um, we've got to have uh, Tangata Whenua involvement 
in these things. And uh, from what I saw just briefly today, uh, this looked pretty fair and reasonable. Let's not lose sight of the main issue here. Yeah, I kind of feel like that's the calculation he's probably made. What do you think, Neil? That he's he's gone, people are desperate for this. We'll just chuck a little bit in there. They won't mind. Well, knowing David Parker, he's not the biggest fan of co-governance around, and this very much isn't co-governance. So this has actually been to the Waitangi Tribunal, who, um, you know, the government got taken to the tribunal, and the, tri- and, and the tribunal said, actually, this isn't co-governance, what you're doing. The tribunal suggested the government should consider co-governance, and the government actually rejected that advice. So... What this is, is just a continuation of consultation requirements that have been in the RMA for decades under repeated governments, under various treaty settlements. It's pretty much business as usual. So I, I just I just reject the idea that this is co-governance. Guys, thank you both. Really appreciate it. Neil Jones, Nick Leggett, our huddle this evening.